love, that ever-flowing liquid fire of life, ever-expanding and illuminating truth, which is always revealed with wisdom, a spiritual nutrient necessary for vitality that is maintained through selflessness, a filter of ether that aids purity, which is love. Love, a limitless paper lantern floating into infinity on the intentions and actions of initiates of the mysteries. All right, welcome everybody. We have Sam Warren and her cat. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlett. <laughs> Sam Warren and Scarlett are joining us today. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ross? I'm doing great, thank you. How's, how's Scarlett doing? Um, I think she's doing pretty good. She's just looking for some pets now. She's a little bit of a high maintenance cat that way. Mm, would oh. you say she's perfect? <laughs> Sorry, that was so bad. <laughs> <But> <laughs> <cha>. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, you got the dad jokes going on right to this morning. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually made a horribly bad joke where it was like, I wonder if I have like a kid that I don't know about because of my sense of humor. But then when I like made that as a joke, I'm like, no, that's a pretty dark joke. I don't think I could have it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just corny. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many people out there like that, just so you know, that they're like, I don't have kids, but I can make the best Jad jokes ever. <laughs> That's ever. good to know. <laughs> I think there only needs to be one set of my jeans floating around there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a service <laughs> to the world. Um, I mean, in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with a daily Tao reading. Um, it's day 222 when we're recording this. This will be posted oh. later. Is it really 222? Yeah, and that's my birthday as well. So I really oh, like no this way. reading. That's amazing. Yeah, good old February 22nd. Bradley mm -hmm. Noel and George Washington share a birthday with me. Well, we got some pretty famous people there. I've got Kate Moss. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I'm trying to think. She's a model? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the reading for today is B, Tao is within us, Tao surrounds us. Part of it may be sensed and it, and it is called manifestation. Part of it is unseen and is called void. To be with Tao is harmony. To separate from Tao is disaster. To act with Tao, observe and follow. To know Tao, be still and look within. Tao is within us, we are Tao. It is also outside of us. It is all the known universe. All that we know of ourselves and our universe cannot account for all that is Tao. What we know is merely the outer manifestation of Tao. The ultimate Tao is called absolute. We cannot know it directly because it has no definitions, references, or names. Our normal minds are incapable of perceiving where there is no contrast. Yet it is precisely this colorless infinity that is the underlying reality of, to this life. The only way to fathom it is to remove our sense of division from it. In essence, we must plunge into the mystery itself. Only then will we know peace. Mm, that was beautiful. This book is fantastic. That is beautiful. So what, what does that bubble up for you? Like what bubbles to mind after you hear that? It's, it reminds me of, Oh, no, sorry, she's trying to bite me. Um, what reminds me of it is like that, you know, reminding 
Tao is energy. Energy is within us. Energy is outside of us. Energy, you know, like energy is, is within, you know, everything that's around us and Mm -hmm. that we're all, it's, you know, like as above, so below, like we're all the same regardless of what's happening. And we're all just the vibration of, of our frequency is just, um, it's, it's, it's everything. It's, it's within us. It's without us. It's, it's just dependent on whether or not we can accept it or not. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I I definitely relate with that. Um, What I get from it is, is kind of like sometimes our own thoughts and overthinking of situations prevent us from being in that flow and being present in Tao. So we kind of exclude ourselves from it because we'll be like, well, I really want to do this. And it's something that I would enjoy, but I can't do this because of this. And then it fractals off into these thousands of branches. And we have all these barriers as to why we can't be where we want to be. Mm. And I think that those kind of thoughts and like those kind of thoughts are kind of what detracts us from living a healthy life and kind of leads to negativity because the more we obsess over those thoughts instead of doing what is true in our hearts the further disconnected we are from that source and that energy like you were talking about yeah which is so it's so pertinent because we're coming up to i just love how this is all just like connecting so we're coming up to late summer according to traditional chinese medicine which is like what taoist is kind of like like based off of as well. Um, and late summer is like end of August ish, like middle of August to like fall time. So end of September. Um, and the element that's associated with late summer is the earth. And what is the whole idea around late summer is because we've just come out of summer summer which is fire energy which is just like exuberance and excitement and celebration and we're coming into fall which is a lot of this harvesting time going into the winter which is more reflective and the late summer offers us this period of time for us to kind of regroup ourselves into um uh, you know, regroup ourselves, connect ourselves back to what really matters and to come into that place of like connectedness and a little bit more mindfulness. Um, and what ends up happening because summer is such a fire time where there's just so much going on. Like, you know, there's a lot of yang energy going on, a lot of masculine go, go, go kind of energy um, that coming from that going into the going into the fall there tends to be this uh, a lot of mental thinking that happens around this time of the year, or at least in this late summer period, wherever you might be in the world, um, that a lot of it is mental thinking. So I'm doing a, a program, an event um, in September based off of the late summer. I do it with yoga and with the um, traditional Chinese medicine, like elements and you know the organs etc that we support ourselves through and um and I was doing the work on it yesterday and I was like man a lot of this has to do with like mental thinking like connecting Mm. our finding ourselves connected back to mother earth connecting back to you know the soil connecting back to the trees and to the air and just connecting back to like what really matters for us to move into the next phase of 
the year until springtime, essentially. Um, and because I always like to offer like some tips of what you can do. And a lot of it was like meditating uh, and grounding meditations or doing uh, forest bathing and nature walks and walking barefoot if it's possible or um, finding coping mechanisms for overthinking and worry and anxiety and all these things. And I was like, wow, like that's pretty, that's a pretty telling time to go from like, I mean, it's a really beautiful um, transition into fall, I find. But, uh, but yeah, it was just very interesting that that's what you got from it. And it's like day 222 is very pertinent to where we are, so to speak, in the, mm. yeah. I like, I like that, that connected to that because another thing that's interesting that I'll get into your tarot cards is that's yeah. really right where I'm at is like, I've been riding this lightning of energy through the summer, like produce, 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 drive, drive, drive. And it's like this whole week has been like that fire energy, but it's also kind of been harvesting some things up so I can move into September with some, some resources to kind of not stop working, but kind of get ready to ease into things a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So, so mm -hmm. it, it's really fascinating to me that that's where. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, and, and the time to also, um, do a lot more harvesting would be like October, mm -hmm. which would be like the harvesting, like think of it as like the little seed that you want to plant so that when the spring comes, that's when it's going to come into bloom. Um, so that's a good time too. like October would be a good time to be like, kind of like visioning and planning kind of like what you want to do for the springtime. So when it comes, you don't have to like rush around and allow that to happen. So, but that's, that's great. Yeah. That's kind of something I'll be doing in my business too, because I've decided to like set back the physical elements of my business and just kind of mm -hmm. focus on the online element of things. And then awesome. um, yeah. doing shows in the spring time. So that's interesting how that kind of syncs up. Mm, I know it's wonderful how um, I just love how nature in, uh, intuitively and subconsciously kind of dictates how we sh not even should operate in our lives, but how we just naturally do it when we kind of just like sit and listen and we don't force ourselves to, you know, go with whatever flow it is. Like so many people resist winter and it's like, are you kidding me? Winter is one of the best seasons ever because you got like this really introspective time on one hand. Yeah, sure. It is cold. And, you know, here in Toronto, we have snow and unpredictable weather and, you know, uh, we do Celsius here. So I don't know <laughs> what minus 40 with wind chill would be in Fahrenheit, but it is very cold. Um, you know, so people resist it. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is an amazing time because when the summer comes, like this is what's going to help build up your energies for when the summer comes and then you need to replenish your energy. And mm -hmm. I'm looking forward uh, to the winter in lots of ways, just for that kind of like solitude, the reflectfulness, the quiet of it really. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, um, it's one of my favorite times of the year and yeah, actually fall is my favorite time, but I love winter too for that too. I'm one of those people that like every season I like the next one, but then the the season that's coming up, I'm always like I'm so excited for it. Like I really like all. You get you gotta be. You gotta just be. <laughs> yeah. Today's toe toe of the day toe of the day for you. Just be. <laughs> I always get hung up on the next thing, which is something I'm working on. 
Well, it's it's society. We've been conditioned to do that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's get your first card out of the way. This will be your anchor card. Ooh, I like it. Oh, the chariot. Yep. Oh, that's a good one. What stands out to you the most on that? Um, it's the uh, the knight in the chariot. Mm. Yeah, the knight or the the man, whatever you want to call him, just in the chariot. He's just kind of standing tall. Cause I love this card, especially since I was like I'm going back to school in in a month. Um, and the chariot I know like represents like that kind of like standing, um, standing still in that in that moment of knowing that the wheels are going to start turning very, very soon, but knowing that you've kind of got like everything that you need to move forward with it. Um, at least that's what it represents to me. And um, so I love how just like how strong this particular person is standing in the chariot and is just kind of waiting for mm-hmm. the ball, just waiting for these wheels to start turning. Right. You know, he's got his, uh, what are they called? What are they? The, the lions? Sphinxes. The sphinxes? Yeah. Um, you know, there's kind of like, it's kind of like they're the guards too, kind of just like, you know, like everyone, you know, move out of the way. We've got, we've got this beautiful chariot coming through. So it's kind of like they're, they're making the pathway for, for him to, to come through. <clears throat> I always like this card because to me, it represents a lot of uh, unification of duality as well. Like I agree with everything that you said. Yeah. I think, I think the way you described it's beautiful, but it like, it is a unification of duality because you have those two there and then it comes to the point of the person oh. within the chariot. Yeah. So it's like you have to use both of those forces, find the light and the dark and the dark and the light to really have that energy to move forward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can't just you can't have one and completely ignore the other. Yeah, because then one wheel's going to be stuck. <laughs> like you're going to be spinning in circles. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a car in a ditch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The other thing that's interesting that I just noticed this time too, like on that um, unification of duality level, that's kind of like where the kingdom opens up or like all, yeah. all like the glory really is, is within the unification. Yeah. Yeah. I just noticed that too. Like as soon as you said, it's, one thing I noticed, I was like, oh, there's little, there's little kingdoms on each side. There's little houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's awesome. The other cool thing too, looking at it is the grass around the sphinxes is kind of like the growth and you grow from both of those experiences, like finding the light in the darkness and finding the darkness in the light. <laughs> like It's all growth. Ouch. Yeah. So true. So That's true. A cool one. That's a good anchor card. I feel like. Yeah. Woo. All right. Let's hope all the other cards are like this. I'm going to give you the standard definition real quick, even though I think yeah. you covered it. Um, I'll sure. send you these cards too after so you can have like a fuller thing. I know you get it, yeah. but <laughs> um sucker providence also war triumph uh presumption vengeance trouble hmm i don't i don't really like this book i don't know why (laughs) let's let's find another book that we like (laughs) yeah i have like my main book that's just a little book that came with the deck but meh (laughs) let's go with what we want let's go with what we say (laughs) okay so this is like your uh past card which is obviously relative to your past but not limited to is that six of cups? Yep. Okay. So what stands out to you the most on that? Um, it looks like it's, um, it looks like it's an abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, that there's like an exchange of 
I mean, if we, if we can put it in the, the really big woo-woo terms, you know, like the cups are like an energy, so to speak, and it looks like there's an exchange of energy between these two people here, which could mean an exchange of monetary, it could be an exchange of goods, it can be an exchange of whatever it is that is in the abundance. Mm. not there but it just looks like there's like this really nice reciprocal exchange of um of some sort of energy in abundance i like that i like that um the one book that i use a lot that i've learned a lot from says that cups are relative to water and like emotion so it could yeah. be like emotional abundance and also like that exchange um of that like abundance is if you look, there's those little flowers there like growing. Mm -hmm. So if you kind of view, even though it's not a lotus, think of it as the lotus, like yeah. from that emotional abundance of all, all forms of emotion, that's really what causes the growth and the unfolding of the lotus and, and uh, connection. And it's like even unhealthy relationships, good relationships, it's all really yeah. growth in lots of ways. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm really curious what this card represents for the past in relation to everything else that's going to come up because, um, I mean, like I've had, you know, a friend of mine once said, she's like, you should write a book about all of your experiences with uh, relationships or with the men that you've met in your mm -hmm. past. Because <laughs> um, they've, I've all, I've grown from each and every one of them. Um, but it's kind of curious to see what that would be like because, um, cause it all could, it could also mean friendship too, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. Any kind of relationship, yeah. not just romantic. No. So I'm kind of curious about what that, what that would mean for the rest of the cards too. Yeah. Let's, let's tie together. go for the present card. Oh, this is the second time this one's come up for somebody this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite cards. Oh, it's, it's also like the card that I drew is like the quintessence for the year. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's a great card to pull for the year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the sun. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest with you, what I noticed first is like it looks like a baby riding naked bareback on a horse, mm. and he's just kind of like, "Hello," <laughs> um, you know, kind of excited about like where this is. It a horse or oh no, it's a horse, not a it's unicorn. It's a horse. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Um, it kind of looked like a unicorn with one of the ears sticking out there. Um, it just kind of it reminds me of just being like, hello, we're excited to be moving towards um, the possibilities and towards the, um, the, the light in the, not necessarily in like, you know, spirit light, but just like moving towards the light of like, this is where the path that you're supposed to be going on. And with the sunflowers behind it, kind of just going like, yep, this is the way you're meant to be moving forward with it. So mm -hmm. that's what I get. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, some like when somebody else got the card too, the little naked baby stood out to them too, and I, I didn't really address it. But after the fact, I kind of thought of like what it could mean. It's kind of like connecting with that, like the eyes of the child concept, or like connecting yeah. with your inner child in lots yeah. of ways. Yeah, no, I, I I can see that for sure, for sure, for sure. It's kind of like because um, I've been doing a lot of work with my with my inner child too, and or you know, connecting back to like what. Um, you know, what, what my inner child really wants and what it used to love and kind of going back to like what it used to love because that's where I was the least inhibited of my entire life mm -hmm. uh, and kind of working through that way. And yeah, it's a really interesting process when you do that. 
Yeah, I've actually, somebody else suggested that like uh, one of my exes, her therapist told her to connect to things that she loved when she was a kid. And when I got into uh, exercising last year, it's like, I always loved to swim as a kid. So it's like, I also heard make exercise fun. So I got into swimming and it's like, I've gotten out of the habit, but I'm trying to work back into it now, or I shouldn't say I'm working back into it. There is yeah. no try <laughs> to do, but it's like, that is a really cool process to connect with what you liked when you were younger because yeah. you liked it for a reason and for yeah. whatever reason you blocked it down usually because somebody told you it's not cool or because you didn't have time or like it's just the way yeah. life is sometimes yeah exactly exactly so yeah it's really interesting having to connect back to your inner child and like just even going back to like um I used to love arts and crafts growing up like mm -hmm. loved arts and crafts loved it and so I'm not necessarily going back to like <laughs> like doing gimp bracelets. Do you remember gimp bracelets? The plastic. Oh my gosh. So there's okay, I've seen there's them. The plastic yeah. where you used to make like these different kind of bracelets with it, or like the thread bracelets, and like I used to do that all the time as a kid. Um, but it's like okay, like getting back into art, getting back into painting, getting back into the different kind of ways that I can like use my creativity and expression in that way, you know and. Yeah. And it's like going back to even uh, like making exercise fun. That's what one of my, my intuitive friends told me. She's like, if it's not fun, you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're not going to stick to it. She's like, everything has to be fun for you. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's true because that's what it was like as a kid. Everything was fun for me as a kid. Yeah, absolutely. That's like why one of the things like some of my buddies used to lift weights and stuff and I would try to go. It was never fun for me. And then like the whole attitude of people that lift weights, I don't identify with. And I'm not like diminishing it. It's just not for me. Just like swimming and making like copper bracelets and like painting and all this, all the stuff that I'm into isn't for most people. <laughs> yeah, <It's> yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like, it's cool. It is what it is. Yeah. It's, you know, different strokes for different folks. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. it's cool too, like with the sun card. Um, I don't remember if it was before we started recording or after we started recording, but you said that like you're in like this really light time right now where like you kind of want, uh, I don't want to put it out there for you, but like you kind of need something so you can have like a little bit more of a shake up or a shift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting how that comes up and like, if you look at the ribbon, it's red. Red's like intensity in tarot mm -hmm. stuff. So it's mm -hmm. like the intensity of the light. And like, even so some of the light beams are like straight, some are a little bit crooked and bendy. And it's like, even the little bends and twists have been like illuminating for you and yeah. causing more, more flowers to grow. That's one of the unifying threads of your past and present too, is the flowers. Yeah. Maybe I need more flowers in my, in my apartment. Yeah. That, that might help. <laughs> like, those are always good to have, really. Always. Always. You ready for your future card now? Oh, of course. <laughs> this is one of my... <laughs> cups again! Cups yeah, again. right? I didn't even notice that. Two oh, major arcana and two cups. Yeah. All right. So, wow. That's crazy. Have you ever seen the one meme for this where it says, just take the fucking cup, dude? <laughs> <laughs> It's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to be thinking now. Um, I should okay. have waited until after. Sorry. <laughs> so four of cups. 
Um, is he sitting there like, is he sitting there with his hands like in a meditation or is it crossed like he's not accepting it? He's kind of not accepting. He doesn't want anything to do with the divine cup coming at him. Mm. He's like so me. And sitting under a tree too, which I'm sure has some symbolism to it. One of my friends told me this is kind of like the Buddha card in lots of ways. Oh, really? Like how? Because like Buddha meditated under that one tree. But I also think Buddha would have taken the cup. Like that's the whole concept of why he's Buddha. He wouldn't be like, I don't want that. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. I only I drink a- out of crystal cups. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had a dream the other night where um, I was, oh, it was the weirdest dream. I was dating someone. Okay, so my boyfriend's four and a half years younger than me. Um, but in my dream, I was dating someone who wasn't him, who was like much, much younger than me, like probably 10 years younger, it felt like at least. And I kept refusing their love. Mm. I kept on, like I was dating them, but I would always be, like keep them at an arm's distance. And I would always be like, no, 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 no. Like you can't really know what's going on in my world because you don't know what that, what's actually going on. And But I'm still going to date you because like you're cute and you're fun, um, but you're not going to like stay in here. And, um, and I would hide from them too. Like I would just not accept them and just kind of like, but they would like adore me. Like they, this person was a adoring of me and I just refused to accept that that's how it was gonna be um and then by the end of the dream we were skipping off hand in hand because I was like okay I can allow you into my world now so Mm. it feels like that is kind of very reflective of my of my dream almost yeah I could take that like not not accepting emotions really and like not like uh not embracing something that's coming up to you somewhat maybe it's even relative to not embracing the fact that you're just like kind of like a mental ninja and you're just kind of like difficult things have come up for you but you're just kind of like yeah like you're like neo in the matrix when all those doctor or no mr smith's like surround him and he throws them all off (laughs) (laughs) difficult situation (laughs) that's a that's another worldly that's another worldly thing to deal with I know Kung Fu. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny. I'm going to start karate up soon, so. (laughs) See, I knew. (laughs) You have the the mind Jedi tricks going on, don't you? Don't tell me that. I might start to believe. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to watch a study Star Wars now right after. (laughs) (laughs) Right. How do I do that? I'm trying to use the force. I'll end up like getting a nosebleed from concentrating too hard or something. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an interesting reading. Um, yeah, I don't really know how to take that card so much because like I do feel like it is kind of just like that meditative thing. I guess the other way could be um, maybe you're just not aware of some of the other gifts that you have in the future. Like you might not be aware of some of your potential in the future. Sure. Like, as you move forward, you're going to uncover more stuff, like, but you might just kind of not be aware of it. I don't think that it means you'll never be aware of it. It's just kind of one of those things where like, you'll sit there with it and be like, I, it's not for me. I'm not, I'm not good at it or I won't want to accept it because of, whatever it may be versus being open and receptive to it. Yeah. So it is one of, it's like kind of just like the just be card instead of just being uh, ungrateful. 
<laughs> I'm like insulting future you right now. <laughs> being so ungrateful, future Sam. <laughs> future Sam is going to kick past Ross's ass. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm going to give you a quintessence card now and see how it kind of dials stuff in. Because from what I get, it's like... Um, unifying that duality and maybe that's kind of what it is too um yeah if you look at it as a whole with the chariot on top there um because mm -hmm. both of these cards are kind of dualistic in one way mm -hmm. like with the exception of the sun because the one the guy's yeah. not taking the gift and he's by himself and the other one they're sharing the gift and he's yeah. like with another person that's interesting yeah i like to like make a picture with them like that now you got my brain kind of going about it. Just going to sit here quietly as I try to ponder on that. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I'm going to um, look up your... Uh, yeah. Let's I'll look up your quintessence. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. Like what it's coming up for me is like I'm like with the two major arcana cards, it's like, all right, like you, this is exactly, you know, it's the path that you're supposed to go on. It's the going into the light, so to speak. And like I was saying before we started recording about how, um, you know, I need to shake things up a little bit and go into the underworld a little bit and kind of get that woken up inside of me a little bit more, um, which essentially helps you go back into the light um, and the acceptance of that path. The only thing I can think about in terms of the the cups would be like in a way maybe even like the friendships that I've been making or you know like where it could be in terms of me not accepting maybe even other people's help mm. moving forward. Yeah, I, I definitely can relate to like not accepting people's help. It's something that our culture kind of. Um, looks down upon accepting people's help although it's like one of the most strongest positions to be in to like gratefully accept someone's help in like a good place which i think that you would do in lots mm -hmm. of ways mm -hmm. it's just so interesting because like i'm going because i'm like i don't know how this would be because i've been such an i've been in such a receptive place where i'm like no please people help me like <laughs> like i can't do this by myself like i can't go through life by myself so yes please help me but i'm curious if it has to do with the fact of like me moving forward with um you know like going back to school and if there would be any kind of thing where i'll just be ignoring people's help when i'm going through the motions of, you know, becoming a therapist and counselor, you know, and kind of moving through those phases there because I've been so open and receptive to other people's help and to the gifts and to the community. Um, maybe that's it. Could be something else that popped up for me about like the not accepting help trend is like, maybe you kind of lose your connection to your, your higher power, or, like your source or something like, and you don't, have that contact with it and it's like i want to help you you just got to kind of acknowledge me and you're like me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm just gonna sit under a tree and look at these three empty cups that i have and not take the one that i actually need yeah yeah <laughs> quit being no, ungrateful I future sorry <laughs> 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 
the universe source wants to help you stop being such an ungrateful biatch um, <laughs> i'm glad you said it and not me no <laughs> <laughs> But it's so that's kind of true though, because I've been I've been sort of feeling that, and I mean it's only and it's so funny how I don't know if you ever feel this way, but it's like if you ever kind of lose your like if you don't meditate for let's say even a week, you're like oh my god, it's been a month since I last meditated and I'm not connected, da da da, and it's literally been maybe like five days since I've literally last sat and been quiet with myself because I had a, it, we had a long weekend here. Um, this past weekend. And so we went up to a cottage and it was just like people and loud and music and, and, uh, you know, coming back right into the work week. And I haven't really had any time for myself. And, um, so it's been like five or six days, well, maybe a week at this point that I've actually sat by myself and like meditated and been quiet and had like those peaceful, quiet moments. Um, and it feels like it's been forever. <laughs> it feels like it's been like a month. And so I can see that happening too, like in that regard too, where it's like, I get so busy with the things that I'm involved in and all the work that I do. And, um, you know, and then with school and with that, that if I was to lose my connection, it would be like, Hey, we're here mm -hmm. kind of screaming at you, want you to pay attention. <laughs> I could see something like that happening. Yeah, I can definitely relate to like um, not meditating for a bit and like feeling like you haven't done it for forever. But like for me now with where I'm at, if I don't meditate for like a day or two, my mind is like completely a freaking mess. Like mm. it's something that like I physically have to do to like yeah. cope with um, all, all the different things that I, all the other unhealthy coping mechanisms I've built up. And then like um, with having... A diagnosis um although I, I they don't think i'm bipolar anymore like they don't think i ever was wow. i think it was a misdiagnosis i still have borderline personality disorder and stuff like that which is okay. very difficult so it's like yeah. i have to like stay present and be the observer otherwise yeah. i'll flip my shit like to put it bluntly <laughs> yeah yeah oh yeah 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 i can uh, i worked with someone who um who had borderline personality disorder and refused to admit it. <laughs> mm -hmm. She refused to admit that that was her diagnosis. Um, so I, I can understand that when it's hard to, it's hard to function in the world if you don't even have like a solid grounding of where to even start from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's one of the things about like mental health too, is that people have a hard time accepting it because if they, if they share that with people, then there's such a stigma about any one of those conditions, especially like bipolar disorder or borderline personality disorder or mm -hmm. having had mania or psychosis myself. It's like that shit makes people uncomfortable because of the common misconception about what it's actually like. Yeah. But it is what it is. Um, well, and that's why you got to educate. Like I, one of my cousins um, was depressed for the longest time and no one knew why, like went to therapists, everything just couldn't like, no one was able to, give him a proper diagnosis or even proper medication, like nothing worked for him at all. And he got diagnosed with uh, bipolar probably like a year and a year and a half ago. And all of a sudden he, you could just see him kind of go like to, Oh, 
oh, that, and he's like educating people now about it because he's like, this is, this, you know, it resonates with him and made him feel better knowing that there was a proper diagnosis. He's on the proper medication for it. And, um, you know, it's the education aspect that can allow people to stop being uncomfortable with it. Right. Like becoming an ally so that it doesn't become uncomfortable. And no, absolutely. That that's so crucial. It's like the, the thing, like, having treated myself for bipolar, like with um, mindfulness, all that kind of stuff that like was suggested to me. It's something that I still do where it's like, maybe, maybe I am, maybe I'm not. It doesn't really matter to me anymore. I don't identify with it personally because it, it's one of those labels. And it's like, I'll say that I was diagnosed, but I don't, I don't really know. It doesn't matter. Um, I think that it is good to have people educating people about it because the common conception of it is so skewed and most people think that um bipolar they think that the symptoms of it are like borderline personality disorder where it like mm. fluctuates in a day and it's like yeah. bipolar is over a month or like cyclical like that and yeah i'll never forget this there was some lady and her car alarm was going off and she's like oh my car is bipolar i got so mad and i wanted to be like i'll show you bipolar but then <laughs> But I was like, that probably isn't going to help. <laughs> like, no, but in that moment, that's all you wanted to do is like, uh, that, that makes me so mad when people make comments like that. Cause I'm just like, um, you really don't know what you're talking about. Do you? <laughs> yeah. It's like when people call people maniacs too, I'm like, no, that's not a maniac. Like I, I saw somebody called Trump and, uh, Kim Jong-un a maniac. And I'm just like, they give maniacs a bad name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't insult maniacs like that like (laughs) don't put them in the same category as trump right who wants that (laughs) narcissism sure yeah megalomaniac sure (laughs) yeah mania has like some good traits to it which i don't think he expresses no one knows about mania's good traits (laughs) Right. Um, so, so for your quintessence card, I want to check my math. Um, 19 (laughs) plus seven is 26 and then six plus four is 10. So it should be 36, right? Yes. Okay. This is kind of funny with kind of saying what you were wanting to experience possibly. Oh, really? Can you see what it says? Darkening of the light. Can you read those little words at the bottom when you move it? Okay. Maintain a low profile, look inward first, caution and moderation, difficulties, self pro, uh, self-protection, subdue your brilliance. Fascinating. <laughs> it's weird how that comes up like that, right? So fascinating. Yeah. There's a four page description for that, which I'll send you. Whoa. Yeah. I'm almost done with all those Tao descriptions. I had to type out 64 of them from the book. Oh, wow. So it, it's like, I'm so looking forward to being done with it. I'm yeah. <laughs> grateful that like I took the time to do it because it's really nice to offer that with like my tarot reading service or like sure. when I do stuff like this, but it's, it's a, lot a lot of work. work. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I'd be able to do that. I think I'd get through maybe like the first 10 and be like, okay, I'm done. I'll I made a, I made like a conscious effort to um, do it incrementally and just try to do one a day. Right. But like doing such a big project over such a time with my um, concept of 
urgency and immediacy with everything and lacking of patience makes it incredibly stressful. But one of the things I, I uh, it's one of those things like I asked for was to learn patience this year. So it goes back into that concept of be careful what you ask for. Sure. How is the, how is that lesson in patience going for you? I'm getting a little impatient with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest no um it's good it's it's like even with the whole business thing it's like learning to be patient and push it off until um like springtime is it feels so much better to give me that space and be under the pressure of i need to do this now if i don't do this now i'll never accomplish it um yeah it's really excuse me unprogramming a lot of conditioning that has come to my life from whatever source um but reinforced throughout my life incredibly by myself right so it's just healing um yeah absolutely the uncomfortableness of it is from the part that needs healed so. <laughs> <laughs> well if it was the comfortable part that need to be healed then you wouldn't need to be healed now would you <laughs> yeah that's that's a very valid point um <laughs> I'm going to give you a roomy oracle card and then okay. let you get back to your day. Just tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. You want the first card or you want me to take a couple off? The first one. Okay. Never lost. It is certain that it, it is certain that an atom of goodness on the path of faith is never lost. That's sweet. And it's another flower. Another flower. Okay, I think that's I think that's a sign. I need to go buy myself some flowers today. Yeah, you got three flowers. Or three yeah. different types of flowers, rather. Yeah. Um, I'll look up the description for that too. Although all the roomy cards are pretty straightforward, but Yeah. You know, um, it seems like it. Yeah, I like that deck a lot. It's kind of different than what I thought it would be, but that's life. <laughs> Well, you were attracted to it and it was calling you for some reason. Yeah, it's one of those things where that was a lesson in acceptance that I didn't get what I thought it should be. I got what it was and I actually like it as it is. But yeah. <laughs> in my mind, it's like one of the things I'm really struggling with too is like non-acceptance or like this concept of greed where I want things to be more than, like not in the traditional greed sense of wanting more, but yeah. more than. And it's, yeah. I'm getting a lot of lessons in that lately. Mm. Um, but it's cool. It's what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm getting the lessons of like simplicity. <laughs> I went to, uh, there's a goddess, uh, Dorian Virtue does a goddess deck and it's like, everyone has this deck. It's the most basic deck for goddess Oracle cards out there. And, um, I was like, I don't want this deck. Everyone's got it. So I went and I went to the shop and I was looking at different cards. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? And the next thing I know, I've got this deck of cards in my hand at the cashier's desk. And I'm like, oh, so I guess I'm buying this. <laughs> <laughs> and for me, it was like, and with that and with everything else, it's like the lesson of like, just because it's simple and just because it's basic doesn't doesn't diffuse the uh the essence of the cards or you know like the um uh uh what's the word i'm looking for um the quality or the messages that can come through right yeah absolutely it's one of those things again where it's like um 
creating your own barrier from something that could help you really. And there's more of a lesson in learning to appreciate the one that you might not like as much. Granted, if it's something you really dislike, it's like, don't go for that. But if it's, yeah, there's a lesson in that too, I feel like. Absolutely. It's funny when you said it was basic, it made me think it was like the pumpkin spice of Oracle cards. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Like everyone, like the yoga studio that I, that I teach at has those cards. The co-working space that I'm a part of has those cards. Um, about five of my friends have those cards. And like, whenever I talk about, oh, I want, I have these cards. Everyone's like, oh, I have them. I'm like, oh boy, I thought I was getting away from being basic. <laughs> You're like out and like five people hear you say that and come up and like pop out of the woodwork. I have those too. And you're like, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. I might as well just have my pumpkin spice latte in hand as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's kind of something nice though about having something that other people have too. I used to be on like that kind of like elitist concept. I'm cool because I have this and you don't have it. And it's like, that's actually a way unhealthier space to be in, I feel like, than being like... Sometimes it is. Well, that's the original hipster. You know that, right? Like the, the term hipster was for people who liked underground things, who like didn't want, who didn't like mainstream stuff or especially music. And like as soon as something became mainstream, they stopped liking it. And that was me. That was <laughs> for me like, too. For so much, especially for music. As soon as it became mainstream, I was like, I don't like this band. <laughs> they're not my favorite. And then I kind of slowly had to be like, no, they're still good. <laughs> I fall into that sometimes. To still yeah. I also kind of feel they're like hipster has become hipster. Well, hipster is, yeah, exactly. Like hipster is taken on a totally new name and a totally new uh, trend and genre of style now. Mm. But yeah. It's, That's originally like a, like a 40s or 50s or earlier term, right? Because I've seen it in Kerouac's writing. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not too familiar with Kerouac, so. Mm, really? I think you'd yeah. like his stuff. Probably, probably. I'm trying not to, I'll, I'll, my friend is in love with Kerouac, so I'm sure she'll be able to lend me one of her books when I, when I have some time yeah. <laughs> and not reading school books. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely worth a read. Um, there's a lot of good ones that I've read. Okay, cool. Um, how did you feel your reading was overall? Do you feel like it was good with where you're at? Yeah, it was pretty on point. Awesome. It was pretty on point. Yeah. Cause, uh, it does feel like, um, Oh, I just noticed that like literally right behind you, there's a little flower. There's like a sunflower there. Yeah. <laughs> I got my tapestry back up. Yeah, there is another flower there. And there's yeah. a big tree, like the tree of life. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. Um, no, I found it to be very appropriate for where I am today. Like nothing, no surprises came about because it's pretty much where I am in my life where I'm looking to um, uncover and discover a little bit more of myself and kind of go a little bit deeper and a little bit darker and, mm. um, you know, and, and kind of just work through, work through my darkness a little bit more I'm finding. Um, and the cups part that I feel like I'm going to be thinking about that a little bit more in terms of like, or not thinking so much as just like allowing, allowing myself to just kind of flow with it and, kind of be like the Tao and just accept it for what it is and what it isn't and let it be within and without. And yeah, yeah that sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah so it was more like an uh, affirmative reading than like a, 
revealing new stuff kind of reading. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I, yeah. Like if I, if there would, there, there would have been a, like, there's probably like one or two questions that I would have been like, what is going to happen with this here? Um, you know, in regards to some other aspects, but no, this one was just more of an affirmative kind of like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's right on the point. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for being here, Sam. And yeah. if you want, um, I can throw your links in the description or you can like plug, plug your links now and people can check out your stuff. Um, yeah. I mean, if you, uh, I'm mostly on Instagram, um, at underscore Sam Bellina, S-A-M-B-E-L-L-I-N-A. Um, you can find me on Facebook if you want, Sam Warren. Uh, although my yoga page is Samantha Warren Yoga and Mindfulness. Um, you can check out my website if you want, www.samanthawarren.biz, B-I-Z. Um, and I think that's about it. Like, I don't really do Twitter too much or I'm not, I'm too old for Snapchat apparently. So, um, <laughs> I feel that way too. <laughs> my nephews tell me that they're like, you're too old for Snapchat. You do Facebook. You can't do Snapchat. <laughs> right. Like you remember what MySpace is, you're not allowed to use Snapchat. Yeah, pretty much. But they're like MySpace. What's that? Like, come on, get with the times. <laughs> yeah, most people probably don't even know what MySpace is. No, no. I mean, they Thank probably you. know of it because, like, like they know some people who were on MySpace, like some musicians who were on MySpace before, so they've heard about it, but they don't mm. know what it is. Mm. So, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll put those links up in the description. If you could send them over to me or I can try to pull them up from your uh, yeah. past interview. Yeah, I can send them over to you. No problem. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. I uh, hope you, you have a good day and hope to have you on again sometime. And yeah, for sure. Do you want to close us out with something? Um, just have a wonderful day, everyone. Call Ross for a reading. <laughs> Thanks for the plug for me. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Don't believe. Don't follow. Do not consume. Do not watch. Largely what I'm talking about here is reclaiming experience. This is what's been taken from us. It's a self-advancing, self-expanding, self-defining process. And it takes no prisoners. The real world isn't a spiritual world, it isn't a material world, it isn't an empty world, it isn't a solid world, it's simply...